Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news with us today. Happy to have them again because we've got more great news coming out about virtual reality, about the metaverse. It's Tim Bieber, he's CEO of Fantasy 360 Technologies, trades on the CSC and the stock symbol VRAR. <laughs> if you're following Web3, you got to love that stock symbol, virtual reality, augmented reality. What does the company do? Listen, guys, if, if you've ever wanted to feel what it's like to enter a whole new world, right, where you dream of soaring through galaxies or blasting spaceship with your friends, Fantasy 360 is building an entire virtual reality world inside shipping containers uh, that become immersive theme parks, and they call that uncontained. They refer to the, they refer to the topic as a theme park in a container because it's modular and a mobile container-based system that can be placed anywhere. Instead of me trying to explain it to you, watch this 57-second video, because seeing is believing. What makes it so exciting is this is the first time that we're gonna be able to bring players into this preset container immersive VR experience. You don't have to worry about setting anything up. You got a parking lot or a bit of space, you can bring players in as an arcade style and you can now have this amazing 5D VR theme park. The overview effect is really cool. Like that sucks you right into it. Like, oh, sh I'm not Kansas anymore. I was actually just looking at all the environments, forgetting what I needed to do at times. <laughs> The spaceship lifts, everything starts shaking, you really feel you're part of like this spaceship. All of a sudden your seat goes up, you're forced to stand up, you realize it's go time, you start figuring stuff out. I mean, that was, that was pretty cool. All right, now that you watch that video, you understand my excitement and how real this is, all right? Uh, Uncontained offers an immersive virtual reality entertainment experience anywhere in the world because it's a container. More importantly, it can do it at a much lower cost than typical old school, large scale attractions that are really expensive and therefore unaffordable. And let's face it, boring due to their static nature because once you've taken a ride once or twice, what else are you gonna do? On the credibility side, more than just lip service, they've got a proven track record with interactive experiences. In the last four years before they went public, $5.5 million in revenues from over 60 interactive experiences around the world. Clients included Intel, Capital One, Scotiabank, Snickers, even the US Food and Drug Administration. And last we spoke to Tim, he said, there's a flood of orders in construction with first delivery starting here in Q4. Tim, welcome back, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. It's exciting times for us. Well, your timing couldn't be better because in our first interview, uh, you talked about the fact that said, George, we're creating these great virtual reality experiences, but we're going to be moving all that to the metaverse. And we're going to talk about that uh, in a second. But the press release that you put out was Fantasy 360 announces uncontained hardware and software platforms for building the physical metaverse. So let's talk about that. Before the details, a lot of people talk about metaverse because they're trying to get the buzz very few are walking it. After we see that, after we've seen that demo video, in layman's terms, can you kind of connect how you go from that demo video, that virtual reality, into the metaverse for people? Yeah. So you know, 
from the, the last interview, a lot of your audience is probably wondering what in the world is this metaverse? Now that they've all heard that Facebook has changed their name to Meta and Metaverse is, is all the buzz, Web 3.0 is all the buzz. Now there's a lot of dots that are starting to be connected. But as far as the container and us, and us building a physical Metaverse platform, basically what we mean by that is that we are building a bridge for the out-of-home entertainment industry to be able to move from, they are physical, obviously, they have physical locations, they have physical attractions, they're in the real world interaction of physical. And so the bridge is moving them to the virtual world and into the metaverse. So as you saw from that video, there's no better physical portal to be able to allow these operators to have this container sitting there, indoors, outdoors, stacked on the roof, you know, wherever we've- we're, we're, In we're, my backyard. <laughs> in your backyard, exactly. Uh, but this thing becomes that physical portal to the metaverse. So that's really the, the, the exciting part of it. Just think of, think of that physical, uh, bridging physical to virtual and that e extreme need for those operators to have that bridge. Otherwise, how are they gonna move into this metaverse that we all know is coming and we all know is gonna be huge and could potentially make them irrelevant if people are gonna sit at home and play in the metaverse on their VR headset. And that's the difference between you and most almost everybody else that's talking the talk. Cause you have George Cole metaverse. He's talking a big game about, I'm gonna create this metaverse of George planets, but there really is no plan. You've got the hardware, because we just saw it. You've got the software, you're adding on more. We're gonna get into those details. But before I even ask that question, is there anybody else who's building a physical metaverse? Because it sounds like everybody's just doing it pure digital, but you've got that big physical component. Yeah, no, we are 100% the only one that's doing, doing that in this, in this space and have that physical angle. So we, we believe that, um, you know, humans by nature want to have interactive social experiences in yeah. the real world. People are going to want to go for coffee, for beer, to meet each other. And the family entertainment centers, Absolutely. malls, um, movie theaters, they're trying to reinvent themselves, obviously, but they'll need to have a relevant way to bring this audience in. This audience will be hungry for metaverse experiences, but they also want to have the experiences where they can interact with each other. So that's really that's really the niche that we're that we're building in, but there's so much larger that we're building on this platform. Yeah, and we're gonna go into that detail right now, but I wanna add my commentary. The other thing I love about the fact that you're building a physical metaverse is this whole metaverse concept isn't easy for people to understand over the age of 24, right? So there will be a lot of people that either just don't have the digital capability or just don't know how to even get into the metaverse when it'll be, you know, whether it's meta, whether it's other metaverses that are going to be out there. Whereas with you, I'm going to be able to say, take my kids or take my buddies, even me, I'm over 50 and hit one of your uh, containers at a family entertainment center. So I know that whole experience. I can hop right in, right? Slap yeah. on the VR headset and then be taken into the metaverse. It's all taken care of for me. I think that's going to be a math. I think it's going to be a bigger market than people, uh, people assume it is. Yeah, no, it'll be, it, it will be the, the, um, you know, I think what's important to note is that um, the, the metaverse concept is the, you know, it's, it's the next wave of the internet. It's the next wave of our, of our the matrix. You know, I, I guess we could think of it as the matrix, the positive matrix 
of course. <laughs> and with, you know, with Facebook, with Facebook uh, stating that they're no longer a social, a mobile social company, they're a metaverse social company. They're investing now this year, they say they're investing $10 billion into building what their metaverse is going to be. Microsoft just announced what their metaverse plan is, which is more enterprise focused. But I mean, all the big tech companies, everything in tech, the writing is on the wall that this is, and it's now more widely known as Web 3.0. So this is our, it's not even our future. It's our current, it's our current state. So it is the way people are going to be operating. In fact, right now we're in the metaverse. I mean, we've all become accustomed to doing Zoom meetings. And right now we, we you know, I've got my physical self speaking as a, as a, as a, in, in the virtual with us interacting in the metaverse. So it's, it's upon us. Yeah, we're almost there. The difference is in the future in, in your metaverse, uh, you'll be an avatar, I'll be an avatar. People will be able to have a much different experience engaging with us and doing stuff, not just watching and listening as, as they're doing right now. It'd be a completely immersive experience. Yeah, so the tip, the tip of the spear with the metaverse is gaming. It's immersive. It's VR gaming. And that's, that's, where, we, that's where we are. I mean, all the experiences that we're creating are immersive. And the initial phase and the initial wave of people entering the metaverse is going to be entertainment. So we're, you know, we're well poised to be there. And that's just the obvious. And even when you looked at what Mark Zuckerberg was talking about, everything was social experiences, uh, gaming experiences, partnerships with more gaming companies that are on the Quest 2 platform. So it's, it, will, it will initially be all about gaming and game experiences. All right. So let's talk specifics now. Uh... Uh, some to some people it may sound like an overreach. I know it's not, uh, but let's talk about your plan. How you go from hardware to software to virtual reality, interoper, all that. Kind of walk us through that because I, I want everyone to hear that because this is real. It's available right now. This isn't the Tim plan five years from now. Right. If if he if if he gets his fantasy uh, druthers about it, it's happening right now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, we. Um, We've been building this platform as a company since 2017. Everything that is operating within the shipping container right now, all the haptic experiences are all controlled in a proprietary control system, all talking to Unity game platform. So that's that's been the initial building block of this vision and this plan from 2017. The other important thing to note is that we brought onto our board Kathy Hackle. I know I mentioned that on their last, last interview. Kathy Hackle is the is widely known as uh, the godmother of the metaverse. We brought her on in June, mid June, uh, with the exact strategy of what we're rolling out right now. We also brought on Alvin Graylin, who is the uh, president of HTC China, which is the Vive headsets, and Vive is firmly planted in 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 uh, moving into the metaverse. So we've had this plan since you know, before spring, we've been building this platform since 2017, we've read the writing on the wall. And here we are now, and following Mark Zuckerberg's proclamation that they are now changing their name to Meta as Metaverse and are now a Metaverse company. This is just the wind in our sails that's really propelling us to a whole new level of, of, of um, you know, notoriety, success. Um, this is just, this is just where we've, where we knew it was all coming. And this is all, coming based on my plan. This is all my plan. But right. so let's hear some of the details about that plan with the hardware, the software. Give us, give us the components that you're now putting together uh, to create the plan. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean my plan 
as in me and Mark Zuckerberg, but luckily, <laughs> luckily Mark Zuckerberg was taking my, my uh, telepathic plans. But basically the plan for this physical portal uh, or physical metaverse is hardware and software. The software, you know, we've talked about the hardware component, but let's touch on that really quickly. Um, so the, the container is a hyper immersive experience. You step into this thing and you are literally where, we've, where we're taking you. So the first game is called Deep Signal. It's a space game. You're fighting aliens. Everything that's happening when the aliens are blasting at you, you're feeling, uh, you're sensing the, uh, you know, the sense, the uh, explosions in the rumble floor, the ambient audio system, the partnership that we did with DTS Audio, which is a first. I mean, everything that we're producing in this thing is, is a first. Um, and then the platform itself is just brilliant as a standalone turnkey platform. This thing drops off at a family entertainment center and it's operational basically same day. Nobody else can profess that when they're dealing in the attraction space, having to do uh, renovations, having to even have the conversation of which, which attraction do I pull out and remove revenue. That conversation doesn't need to exist. So that, uh, that hardware is the exciting um, base of this, but then the software is uncontained OS. Uncontained OS is is the building blocks of a of a, a you know an open platform with an open SDK for developers, brands, and other partners to build on on the platform. And then Synthesis VR is the is the key there. So we've got a binding LOI with Synthesis VR that we talked about prior, and they've um, they come with 300 locations, 325 games a platform engine that allows people to already build on that platform and access 300 locations. Yeah. It's 325 wild. developers on board already. So that's, that's kind of, you know, what we built back from 2017 with a proprietary software system that allows these hyper immersive experiences. And then now with this, with this uh, acquisition of synthesis, we now have uncontained OS, which is the beginning of something huge. And you can create almost your own metaverse from those 325 games, right? Where, you know, we're, I'm crossing into different games and someone's crossing into my games, but you know, your one avatar, your one identity can travel all through all of those, right? Exactly, yeah. So, uh, so 325 games will be available in, in the container. Not all 325 of those games will be the, you know, flagship hyper immersive, yeah, taking advantage of all the physical effects, uh, the the you know when you reach out and grab the handles and touch the switches, they were they were originally not developed with that capability in mind, but they but they can all still be played in the container. So that means day one, there's 325 experiences that that uh, a single player can move through and an interoperable interconnected network of of locations of uh, soon to be many containers. That's all that's all happening day one once we put the finishing touches on, on Synthesis VR acquisition. Last we spoke, you said, it looks like there was a, it looks like there was a flood of orders coming in for uncontained. And for people who are new to the story, that's for family entertainment centers and all those kind of locations. It's not meant for George to buy it for his home because these are, you know, upwards of a quarter of a million dollars, $300,000 per. Uh, how has interest in, how is, how is interest in uncontained coming since then, is it picking up? Is it the same? How's it looking? No, yeah, it's 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 picked up. And what's um, so we we launch we officially launched the container at the attractions industry trade show. It's a um, global expo 
typically brings out 60,000 uh, global participants. I think this year with COVID, you know, maybe it's maybe it's 40,000, but we launched that next week. The container is actually on its way down to Orlando. It's in Orlando, Florida every year. So that's that's where we launch and that's where we've basically put all of this demand into into um, you know people coming and experiencing and checking it out and so that's that's going to be the big launch but the interest has been coming in strong and also from other industries which is the other aspect of you know what's really exciting about this is that building out that platform we can you know the family entertainment center in the entertainment market out of home entertainment industry i mean that's the tip of the iceberg and where this thing can go where where else can it go good question george so uh, allowing people to build on this platform, what we're, uh, you know, we're having conversations with, with other industries. I mean, I don't want to get into details, but what we're envisioning is enterprise training, uh, military, police, fire uh, training simulations, uh, corporate trainings. So we've done past work with Intel, for instance, in doing corporate, corporate trainings and gamifying really interesting um, experiences for corporate training this container drops off in a parking lot. It, it, uh, it can be customized very easily to any of these purposes in, in, the, in the enterprise category. So that's, that's where a much, much, much bigger opportunity looks like for us. But, but initially starting in the out-of-home entertainment industry, that's where we've, you know, that's where we're firmly planted. That's where there's a big opportunity for this as phase And I think one. you said there are over 900 family entertainment centers in North America. Something like is that number that you, you gave me last uh, time? Approximately double, approximately double that. But then the out-of-home okay. entertainment industry, um, you know, if you take into account casinos, malls, bowling alleys, uh, you know, and uh, other other categories of out-of-home entertainment, location-based entertainment, there's in the U.S. alone, there's approximately 28,000. So that, that alone is a huge category. And there is a huge need for that bridge to step into the metaverse so, uh, but once you look into other categories of business, that's where the opportunity becomes quite lucrative and quite interesting. So, Tim, last question. Let me ask you about this big conference in Orlando. What is the anticipation like? I'm assuming you've been talking to potential customers, making appointments for demo meetings and so on and so forth. What's the anticipation like and what are you hoping to come out of it? Like who, who's the profile of who's going to be at a conference like this? Yeah, so uh, of of potentially, you know, let's say thirty to forty thousand people that are there worldwide, uh, we've we've already booked a number of meetings with some of the large the large FEC chains, family entertainment center chains. Uh, there, there's strong interest in checking this thing out, and what most people are very interested in is our leadership position in the in in you know what what is this metaverse. How is this thing going to get me into the metaverse and how can I become relevant in the metaverse? So that's what people are very interested in hearing. And people are very interested in experiencing this hyper immersive aspect, which is which is very unique in a standalone platform. Nobody, frankly, um, in the industry right now has anything to this level of hyper immersion. So there's just a number of different there's so many layers of what's so unique about this which is drawing out a large crowd of people that are very, very interested to see this thing. So we're really excited. It's on its way. It's probably halfway to Orlando. Uh, we start setting it up in about three days. I leave this weekend. Uh, conference is November 16th to 19th. And we're just really excited for what that's going to produce for us. Well, hopefully you can use the wonders of mobile phones and social media to take some yes. video 
yeah. of the conference and seeing, you know, when there's buzz around the container, just see the kind of reactions that are out there. Is it too much to assume? Because it's, it's a big ticket item. So you're probably not going to walk out of a show like this with orders, but I guess you're going to walk out of shows like this with people saying, okay, let's talk, you know, afterwards, follow yep. up with me. Let's talk details. I'm interested. Let's talk numbers, I guess. Right. That's, that's probably the best case scenario. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're expecting that we'll have solid interest in potentially LOIs, but that would be, you know, that would, that would be um, the extent of it. I, I, I'm not, I'm not anticipating that people are going to come with, with checkbooks, which is not common, uh, but maybe, maybe, maybe we'll be surprised given the buzz of metaverse and the connection that we can provide. So I'm just not getting my hopes up. Let's call it, let's say that. Yeah, and I want to make sure we manage expectations too. This is a big ticket item. It's the first time people are seeing it. So if I'm if I'm George of Georgecom grocery chain and I've got a hundred grocers, uh, I may say, hey, I would like to put this in some of my parking lots so that when parents are shopping inside, the kids can be outside yeah. uh, playing in these containers, and the and the parents don't have to worry about where their kids are going to be. So, yeah. uh, but still, they they're going to want to kick some tires, but I, I think you're going to get a lot of interest and I can't wait to see what the actual uh, response is like when hopefully you can, you can shoot us some video and some messages from the show. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'll do a video walkthrough. Just follow us on our social. Um, I'm very active on LinkedIn, LinkedIn and Twitter. Uh, you know, just, I would, I would follow and you'll be able to see firsthand how this thing is positioned in the contain in the, in the um, trade show on the trade show floor the buzz, the excitement, that'll translate in video that I'll make sure to get on on, uh, on socials. All right, Tim, thanks for joining us again to kind of keep walking us through this amazing path you guys are taking. And more importantly, we wish you a ton of luck and success at the Orlando conference. You know, come yeah. home, come home with some big wins there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, thanks for your time, George. No, thank you, Tim. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening to my podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform. To Tim Bieber, he's CEO at Fantasy 360 Technologies, which, by the way, is a relatively new listing. All right, so that's why not a lot of you are going to know the name, but you're starting to know it. Trades with the stock symbol VRAR. How to do your due diligence? Pretty simple. Step one, get to Agoracom. Take a look at the company's profile page because we know this is cutting-edge technology. The great thing about disruptive tech like this is it's explosive, but on the flip side, it's new, so not everyone understands it. That's what we do for you. We've neatly laid out for you, give you a good 1,000-foot overview. And then from there, link over directly to the company's website to do your deep dive due diligence. Look, guys, if you believe in the future of virtual reality, augmented reality, immersive experiences, and the metaverse, then you've got to be taking a close look at Fantasy 360. Because remember, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but the VRAR market right now is sitting about $150 billion. That's expected to head over $1.5 trillion by 2030. Metaverse itself... Bloomberg's come out and said it's going to be worth $800 billion on its own by 2024. There's big numbers. Do your due diligence. Just don't say we didn't tell you so. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey, guys, this video is over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our channel and never missing another great Agoracom small cap video.